You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Hi, welcome to Cypher Street. I'm Bruce Fenton. And I'm Naomi Brockwell. And recently, Bruce and I went to the MIT Bitcoin Expo, where we chatted with Nick Carter. Nick Carter, he's a partner at Castle Island Ventures. In your hand here, you've got this die. Now, uh, Nick actually had these made, and they're pretty fun. He goes over That's a brilliant what they are. idea. Each side has a common argument that people use against Bitcoin. Generally, people who don't know too much about it. It's kind of a fun game. Yeah, it is. One reason this is so popular, other than just being cool, and geeky is that these kind of objections talking about things like, you know, Bitcoin can't work because it has no CEO or mm-hmm. Silk Road, these kind of negative items have been thought of as reasons that Bitcoin will fail for years. And Bitcoin has continued to, to grow despite this. Here's the interview with Nick. What have we got here? Uh, so these are... Um... These are 12-sided dice. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, you'll know. The purpose is to make fun of journalists that like to trash Bitcoin. Uh, last year, I made a meme with Photoshop, which was uh, the Bitcoin critique dice. And all the comments were like, where can I buy this? I called up a dice studio that manufactures custom dice based in Poland. <laughs> and I'm like, how much would it cost to make uh, you know, 500 dice? Let's, let's read through some of these because it's fantastic. No CEO. Yeah, Bitcoin doesn't have a CEO, but uh, you know that's people consider that a risk. And you know, is that Bitcoin has a governance we problem. We need a leader know? to yeah. tell us what to do. Yeah. Uh, boiling oceans. I mean, the environmental cost, right? That's my favorite Am one. Am I right? Yeah, you know, Bitcoin uh, using 0.01 percent of the world's electricity is really driving climate change. You know? <laughs> yeah, because you know, traditional financial industry doesn't use any doesn't energy have an at impact. all. Yeah, yeah and, it's, uh, it's wonderful how that works that way. Uh, Silk Road. Yeah, nefarious uses but drugs the, are terrible you original. can't put things into your body that'd be awful yeah unstable fees it's just a very common line of attack is that uh, bitcoin fees will be unstable which is actually you know actually possible when block rewards go away mm-hmm. uh, and the fees are the only source of revenue for miners there are some interesting attacks that so in possible. 2140 we need to be really worried we're really gonna have a problem yeah satoshi coins you know, Satoshi, uh, if he's out there, he could dump his coins at any minute and just ruin Bitcoin. Absolutely. And do we even know who he is? Like, he's probably planning this from the start. It's going to be a massive exit scam. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, China control. Ooh, Ch- you know, because uh, miners are in China, and that's very scary to a lot of people. Doesn't scale. Um, well, yeah, I, I guess it doesn't. Um, <laughs> so maybe that was so, right. So, um... All right, you get this one. One out of 12. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to give that one to the critics. But they're working on it. You know, obviously, lightning is the prototypical response, mm-hmm. but there are so many interesting sidechain experiments, too. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I think Bitcoin um, works well for its niche use case today, mm-hmm. um, e- even if it never were to scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if that's the most popular view. But. We've got the Gini coefficient. Well, that's a very common line of attack is that the distribution of bitcoins is highly unequal and there's some whales that control all of them. And that's a terrible thing too. I mean, who wants all of these people that have since gone on and started all of these businesses and just created an entire industry out of nothing uh, where no jobs existed before. So that, yeah, it's yeah, terrible that Entrepreneurship people, uh, should not be rewarded. Yeah, the terrible you know? that forks inflate. Oh yeah, so that's an interesting one where the idea is that a fork is a copy of bitcoin and actually inflates the supply. That's sort of presupposes that 
uh, forks are equally valid mm -hmm. copies of Bitcoin, which I, I don't think is the case. But I was very surprised when Bitcoin Cash first forked that um, when you had the futures market emerge, you didn't see a, a detraction from the price of Bitcoin. Like you'd expect that mm. when something forks that it, it balances out yeah. anyway. It'd be like a dividend um, payment. Yeah, yeah, with Bitcoin Cash, it came out and kind of added yeah. to the value. Yeah. Um, but then with other forks like uh, BSV, from Bitcoin Cash, you did see it, that split. Yeah, was, um, yeah. The value was definitely divided. So yeah, this idea that all all forks in, inflate. Yeah, not all forks are made equal. Bitcoin Cash, there was a real movement and community behind that one. But uh, you know, Bitcoin Gold and Bitcoin Diamond, I don't think have actually inflated the supply of Bitcoin. Tether. Tether was, uh, you know, the, everyone's favorite stick to bash Bitcoin with. Absolutely. You know? Even though you know Tether is just a token on Bitcoin. Um, the claim was always that the money was in the bank account was wasn't there. It had been you know created out of thin air. Obviously now we probably have some more confirmation that actually it is there and they have. Well, banking. I was always um, very interested in the fact that most of the fud around Tether came out just prior to like a bunch of stable coins being released oh, yeah. onto the market. Oh, so sure. you got to take all that with a grain of salt. Yeah, no, it was all very you know clearly motivated. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> has an agenda. No merchants. Yeah, so there's, uh, I guess there's no merchants uh, that accept Bitcoin. Actually, now um, there are plenty of, and, yeah. and you know, even Lightning merchant services like OpenNode. You know, so if you, if you talk about your exposure to merchants, that's actually pretty high at the moment, where different people will take on the risk for you. You can pay in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have to accept Bitcoin for it to be offered there. Uh, the final one. That's the logo of my uh, venture fund. So, so I had to get the, the subtle shill in there. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me uh, and talking me through all of the risks we may not be aware of with Bitcoin. So if you want scare <laughs> Before. I hope you're scared now with this 12-sided dice. And you can buy them on the Lightning Network. Um, you can buy them on Quinsolo or actually Casa on their store. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io. A huge thank you to my Bitbacker and Patreon supporters. And thanks to you for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I'm a Bitcoin and I'm scaring the status quo. Back